Transforming Trauma for a Healthy Mind, Body, and Spirit. Our guest today, Sharon Laflamme, helps create a space for internal serenity, deep healing, transforming pain into peace, using a multifaceted approach to healing childhood trauma. I think one of the things I love the most from sitting behind this microphone is that I'm forever learning with you. We hear words today like somatic experiencing or energetic makeup. These definitely are not in my everyday vocabulary. However, it's interesting to learn different health options so that we can continue to push to thrive, to not just survive, which makes me ask a really serious question for you. Are you thriving? We are not meant to just survive our days. There should be joy and peace within our days. There should be gratitude. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, and I honestly totally get that. And of course, we will have our hard days. We'll have our hard weeks. We'll have our hard seasons of life. But just like it should never be all sunshine and rainbows, it also shouldn't be all hardship either. Okay, I digress. Back to introducing our interviewed guest. I always believe in team approaches, not a one-size-fits-all. There's more than one way to eat a Reese's Cup. So just because this may feel a little new to you today, I hope that we can all come in with open minds. I'm not sure how long you've been joining me here in Direction Not Perfection, but... After 188 episodes, we have had a beautiful variety of interviewed guests who all bring their own area of expertise from therapists, PT, OT, physicians, dietitians, personal trainers, chiropractors, holistic practitioners, energy work. There is so much hope within these episodes because if you feel like you hit a dead end road and you're still not functioning at full capacity or you're not thriving, then we have more opportunities to explore, to heal. The bottom line is don't ever, ever give up. So let's continue our learning today and let's get this interview started. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Lindsay House, registered dietitian, private trainer, accountability coach, author. I have been working with clients for over 13 years, passionately changing the culture of health and fitness. I'm out here smashing scales, helping individuals rewrite the rules to what success looks like in their life. I want to change generational thinking. No more all or nothing mentality. Get rid of the diets and believe in the individualized journey. We are stronger than we will ever accept and beautifully made just the way we are. Keep your eyes on your own paper and trust your own path. Thank you for trusting me and letting me be a constant encouragement through your week. Let's get this motivation started. Welcome to your podcast, Direction Not Perfection. I am so excited to introduce our listeners today to Sharon Laflamme. Uh, Her desire is for everyone to know that they are valuable, they're worthy, capable of aspiring to their best healthy version of themselves on every level. And man, are we blessed to have you today. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. And it's going to be such a fun time. Everyone in the audience, hello. It's time for you to get happy and love yourself. Oh, I love it. I can't wait. Okay. I, I, we need like the background to give us how you got where you are today before we can go any further. Well, through my life, I've been always on a healing journey because I was raised by two alcoholics, mentally ill, smoking, functional people, but 
It was a very sick environment and I knew it very early. And I learned to use my intuitive empathic capabilities and my energy to trust my environment because I knew I couldn't trust these people and what they were saying because they're liars, right? And they're manipulators and it's dysfunction. So I really learned to connect with animals and my energy. And I was very, very ill. I had ulcers in first grade because of the trauma. I had constant ear infections and abscesses, which have created a processing disorder. And we fought terribly because I knew they were wrong as far as needing to get help, but I was the one that was wrong, right? So I'm the scapegoat and I learned early to get the heck out of there and change my life, which I did. I went on this healing path. I mean, I, you know, I had been smoking. I quit smoking cigarettes. I started running. I started eating whole grains and no sugar and was in the food stores that only the weirdos went to. And I was teaching uh, aerobics before it was mainstream. Um, I can teach yoga and meditation. I've done all kinds of this. Self-help generation was huge back in the seventies. And I've spent my life diving into that nutrition, anything physical to not only get rid of the energy that I was just filled with from the trauma, but I also was on this healing journey and this healing path. So I've always been able to know what people are going to do. When I was hairdressing, I would work inside their head more than outside of their head because I understood human behavior and I've just had a knack for it. And I've loved to heal people. And in this course was, I wanted to heal myself. And so I got into the yoga meditation and eventually with the providers I was seeing, one of them was taking somatic experiencing class, which is trauma resolution. And she started working on me. And you know, it, it changed my life. It transformed my nervous system. Even though the things that I was doing for yoga and meditation and breathing and, and lifestyle changes would bring me down outside of my very hypervigilant, guarded, armored, stress, anxiety level, which I only knew, there was still this underlying ability to be triggered. And slowly working with the somatic work, we removed that hidden energy, feeling, sensation, and density in the body. And it starts completing and healing. And so your body starts to change its state from hypervigilant to slowly coming down. The brain comes back on board. You find yourself just settling in and regulating and finding a place which I had never lived at this parasympathetic healing state where you're really fully connected and you're feel whole and alive. This vital energy returns and it was life-changing. And, and all the little things that I did before, you know, they did help me feel better in my body, but I call them band-aids now because it didn't get at the root problem, which was the underlying trauma trapped in the body, which is in the limbic system of the body. It's not in the brain. It's not something you can think away. It's not something you can talk away in therapy. It's something that has to come out of the, the body where it's been stored because it was so overwhelming to experience the pain. Um, it wasn't able to complete and have a full emotional completion. And that really changed my life. 
And it inspired me to want to help other people even more because I now feel so differently. I know where people are living and majority of people are living in this state and it feels confining. It feels like a box, feels like you're broken, feels like you're not good enough. And it can, and it can be different. And I want to liberate people and I want them to heal. Mm, I love this. It's hope filling. And I think that's where like you experienced it. So you can give other people hope that there is this other side they have not experienced yet. I know a lot of our listeners, a little bit of this is new, new terminology, new thinking. And so I want to rewind for a second. Let's even just go back to that word somatic. Can you break that down for us? Well, the basic of soma means your body. It's in its ability to sense. And when we're first born, we have a very primitive nervous system. Um, and we experience the world through experience. So you feel the world, you smell the world, you see the world. We haven't started labeling anything. You taste the world. This is how this is the way we experience the world. This is where we really find who we are is through our experiences, right? And having them. Um, So the somatic portion is like all the sensations that your body has to offer. Okay. Thank you. And now when, when listeners are hearing, okay, it's not talk therapy. It's not what is it when you're saying we're getting this out of our, our body and it's releasing, what does this therapy look like? The therapy looks like what maybe talk therapy might look like. You and I might be virtually speaking like we are, or I may have somebody in the home office, um, but you spend time together and we spend time together, nervous system to nervous system. We aren't in our head because the nervous system that we have, that we often disconnect from is where we really start to notice and and connect with the world. Before you even know what happens and you have a thought, you have a sensation and a feeling. You have this neuroceptive capacity. This is the polyvagal theory. You walk in a room, you know if somebody's been angry and fighting, or you know if it's happy and light. This is your body sensing it, your gut with all its neurons, which are more than your brain. Send up this information to your brain to say, is this a safe place or is this not? Because our body is always keeping us safe through the nervous system, the autonomic nervous system. So we have nervous system to nervous system. And for humans to feel loved and safe and happy, they usually combine in a family or a tribe. And this is where they feel their safety. This is where their body can relax. This is where their body feels comfortable and safe. And so we have all these sensories abilities throughout our entire body and organs to determine unconsciously. We're not having a thought. The body is perceptively bringing this up to the brain to let us know if we're safe or not. Hmm. And so we start a relationship, getting to know your body. I want you to love your body. I want you to know that it's always keeping you safe no matter what, even when it's making you miserable and anxious and stressed, it's because it's telling you it's protecting you. So we start learning how the body feels. We start sensing how the body feels. 
we start developing a relationship of safety. We start teaching you that your body can come down. And, and when we've lived in trauma and we're so high stressed, but when we're living up here, our nervous system really only knows this. And so to be resilient and healthy, we have to have this capacity to move up and down. So teaching people and guiding them sometimes to come down, which is often in my discovery session or in the first sessions, this is what it's like to experience feeling relaxed and safe mm-hmm. and calm. This is where your body heals. This is where your body nourishes itself. This is where your body detoxes. And you can't have a healthy life if you can't live in this state, some good portion of your life. So we experience that. So again, it's nervous systems, feeling your body, living in your body, understanding your body. So you get to a point where the body has this innate wisdom. If you cut yourself, it's going to heal. And it always wants to heal as a, as a little child and you've been hurt emotionally, mentally, physically, you cry. But we learn early to start stuffing that and holding that. That creates trauma in the body. And it, it knows innately how to heal. And when we give it the space and it feels safe, your body feels safe, and this takes time, a safe container takes time, the relationship takes time, and starting to love yourself takes time, But when that starts to happen, the feelings of trauma that were so painful and usually deep childhood wounds start to come up to be healed. It's just a natural process. I help facilitate you, the client in this case, I'm not going to let you think it away, breathe it away, distract yourself away, or any Mm -hmm. of the other tools that you've learned to not deal with that pain. I've learned to be an addict or a perfectionist or a cleaning freak or whatever we've learned to cope with these painful amounts of energy because it turns us into this activated state of being in a threat state. So, um, So it looks a lot like, you know, a therapy session, but we're working in a completely different part of the body. We will work with, Oftentimes, um, the nervous system is the brain and the body. But when we're working with this limbic system, every system in your body is connected with the trauma. Every cell in your body is connected, which is why we get triggered, which is why we have these reactions and we're going, wow, where'd that come from? Because this happens automatically in the autonomic nervous system because the body's trying to protect itself. And so when we start healing, And the body isn't living under this underlying held energy. It no longer has to react and no longer has to feel threatened because the whole experience was felt released. And now it's just a story, but when it's still there, it can often bring up a lot of images, a lot of meaning, a lot of, as you you know, limiting beliefs, which we live with. And those can be easily healed when that energy is completed and released and healed. 
So if we take, let's take almost a case study here, because I love how your first example, I think that we all know quite a few individuals who live at that hyper state of everything feels stressful, you know, like it's really hard for them to get out of a stress state, whether it's holidays that are stressing them, school, kids, like just, they do, they live up there. So they go through weeks and weeks. How many weeks would you normally ask somebody to at least like provide you to get to some stage where they could see a difference? It really depends on the person. And I think also the age, because our bodies are habit forming. A nervous system is habit forming. When you've lived all your life up here and you don't know any different, it takes a while to teach the nervous system something different. Um, Younger people I'm finding are coming along a lot quicker Because again, this is a built-in autonomic response that your body creates to keep you safe. It senses a threat. It's overwhelmed from noise or violation or whatever when it's young or whenever this happens. It's so overwhelming. The pain is constricted and put inside. And this happens without our conscious awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when, when we work with it, We know that the client has built up these survival techniques. I mentioned a few addictions, you know, perfectionism. These are the way we've learned to deal with and feel safe in our lives. And and as the therapy works, the nervous system has to be on board. It has to feel safe, which means it has to know that it's going to be okay if it starts letting go of these ideas of what I've been doing that keeps me safe. And that's all relative on how long this process can take because we can't push you past your survival skills or mm-hmm. you're going to re-traumatize deeper, longer, harder. These, these coping strategies were created to keep you safe. So they have to be allowed to come down. So I like to think about like, if you have a fist and you're clenching it really tight and you're forcing yourself to open it, you know, and you and it won't go because you're, you've got such a tight grip on reality here. Like us traumatized people, we have this tight grip on our nervous system is so out of control. We're, we're trying to keep it. So we look normal, but if we just like hold it gently and mm-hmm. the, Fingers just start to open. And as we're being held in love, loving awareness, safety, the body starts to recognize that it's safe. And maybe it's okay if I let go of some of these coping skills. Maybe it's okay if I come down into this safer place and experience something other than what it's learned. So really the nervous system decides. And and it's a little... It's a little bit of you build up the skills, you practice loving and honoring your body, practice what shows up, practice being aware of checking in and how are you feeling right now and let your body tell you how you're feeling. And then you start to develop this relationship so that you start trusting your body, loving your body, getting confidence over your ability to feel something that isn't great, but I think I can do it. And I've been doing it a little bit in this somatic work and I've been okay. I haven't died. 
And then there's this place where you like, I know I can do it. I, I know I can let it come up and show up and I'm going to survive. And I don't have to disassociate. And I don't have to go numb. And it's this practice, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to teach you to swim and throw you in the deep end. It's, you know, I'm going to build up your skills. I'm going to put your toes in the water and then in your knees and then up here. And then you're going to maybe put your head underwater and you're going to see it. And when you, when it happens and you find out, oh, this feels pretty darn good, right? I, I'm doing okay. And I'm feeling better. Like, oh, it works quickly when we start getting that because the body's always trying to be healthy, well, homeostatic. It is it's innate wisdom is like, I want to heal you. So when it starts, there's profound changes that happen, shifts that happen, feeling different in your body and in your bones and in your, your whole being. And, and those are very inspiring and motivating too, to, to have somebody working through some of the stuff that is, isn't, let's face it, it's not fun to feel, but right. there's reward on the other end that makes it worthwhile. Thank you. I feel like I can visualize everything that you're talking about. You're doing such a great job with this for our listeners. Um, there was a psychologist that once came on and was just telling us how we picture emotions, whatever we're feeling in that moment is like, we feel like we're going to feel like that forever. And it's instead there's a peak and then we feel it, feel it, and then it goes away. And that's what I'm picturing as you're talking about this, that when we, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to see if I'm understanding this correctly, but you're teaching your client how to understand where that peak looks like to give them promise that it goes away. And so that they can just go through the whole motion versus the anticipation, the scared of being stuck. And they know what that feels like. And then to like use a quick protective, like alcohol or drugs or whatever to stay in that moment. Am I understanding that correctly? I think you've got a really great understanding. And the only thing I would really want to tweak is they experience it and then they decide that it's okay. So we actually start feeling, I mean, like when in our discovery session, often I'll say, what do you notice happening in your body? And they start to feel it and they let it rise up and they let a little bit go. And as they start to actually do it and actually realize it, they realize that oh, you know, I can do this. But again, it's an experiential thing. I can say I can do it, but, but I can still have all these fears about it. But once I've experienced that I've done it, like the client that was here yesterday, she's like, that was really scary, but I feel so much better now. Yeah. And she was at a point where she knew she was strong enough to feel it. But that's the thing. We build that resilience and capacity when we've been traumatized. We don't have that ability, even dare feel, because everything is up here and it's scary. But when we've built a little capacity and you start to feel it and you have successful experiences, the nervous system is really what gives you the inspiration to continue because you, I've experienced it. I'm okay. In fact, I'm more than okay. I'm better than okay, better than I've been. And and it also sets the bar for you at each time that we complete some of this energy that needs to heal, the bar of this super, super activated nervous system energy starts coming down. So you're also living at a different place. So it isn't so scary because it's there's less 
compounding energy, you know, behind it because it slowly like let the steam off of the nervous system. So do you ever find, because sometimes when people, even if it's not living in like a healthy state, it's what they know and have always known. And so then to like come out of that state, have you ever had clients be super uncomfortable in this non-stressed state, getting them to build that as their new norm? That That is a particularly common event because as I said before, when the body innately wants to heal and it shows up when we're in a safe place, that means you're relaxed, you're safe, you're in this parasympathetic healing state. The work works because the it starts showing up and coming up to be healed. Just like if you've lost somebody and you're in the grocery store and all of a sudden this well of grief shows up because you're not resisting it anymore. And during life, we spend all of our energy resisting and holding all this trauma in and holding ourselves together so we feel put together and we look normal and act normal. But there's enormous amounts of energy we're, we're trying to contain. And so the resistance, when that starts to go away, the trauma starts to show up to heal. So it's really scary for some people because as they come down, then the feelings start to show up and that scares them. So they may disassociate, they may go numb, they may they get really scared, they, they push it away because again, this is why we don't push the nervous system because they have to feel safe. So oftentimes we stay in that state just before that's still uncomfortable but before they feel like they've got to go drink or drug or, or whatever their coping mechanism or, or shut down or leave, we stay there and we just experience like the edges of it and go, see, you're doing it, you know, and you're okay. Right. But they do often have to struggle with that. And that's, that's a process because a lot of people do have trouble when they start relaxing because all that trauma shows up. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've explained why I've had this conversation a lot with different individuals who have lost people, you know, how we can feel fine, fine, fine. And then, like you said, it'll be a, a weird moment in the grocery store or, and you're like, why in that moment did I just lose it? <laughs> why did all that emotion? And I've always thought of it more as like walls coming down, like these protective walls that were put up so that we don't feel all these emotions all at once. And we kind of can grab them as they come. But I, yours is a very scientific reasoning with it. And it makes a heck of a lot of sense. And it's the body. The body keeps the score. The body has the trauma. The body wants to release it. We are the ones that hold it in. We're we're the ones that, you know, keep the trauma rolling because we haven't been able to let it complete its emotional roller coaster and go be done. Um, right. Yeah. No. So interesting. I have a question for you. What types of health conditions affect the human in a traumatized body? And I feel like one of my questions is, are you going to say fibromyalgia? Do you work with these clients at all? Yes, that's, that's definitely one of them. I mean, all of our conditions, heart disease, high blood pressure, type two diabetes, autoimmune disorders, cancers, fibromyalgia, all these things can correctly come down to a dysregulated nervous system that has lived up in this high state of threat. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not where you can be healthy. If you've got to come down at night or at some time during the day, or hopefully live down here, this is where the body restores and replenishes and nourishes and heals. And when you're living in this traumatized stress state, it doesn't get to do any of those things. So you run into burnout, you run into all kinds of conditions because the body's just Again, always trying to keep you safe, but it can only do so much, right? When you're living with this state of threat, fight or flight is what happens and the heart's pumping and blood sugar's pumping and cortisol's pumping and all these things to keep you ready on the, on the go to fight somebody or run like heck. And so all these conditions manifest. The gut is one of the first things we notice. It gets shut down. I had ulcers in first grade. The microbiome gets messed up. That's where the immune system is. That's why we have so much autoimmune conditions. Your endocrine system gets messed up. It's ready to fight somebody, not relax and be happy and have happy hormones going through you. It's just, you know, every system of the body is in preparation for a threat and every cell in the body is responding. And again, unconsciously, this is why talk therapy with the head doesn't necessarily work because the body's already decided it's under threat, which is why the treatment requires safety. You need a safe place. You need to be in a safe environment. You need to remove yourself from things that have been unsafe or places that have been unsafe so that you can come into a place where your body knows, ah, I feel okay here and I'm safe. And we teach that, you know, that let's get here. Mm, Yeah, that's so good. Okay. So when we say the word trauma, a lot of people immediately go to what we think of as trauma, you know, it can like intense your situation, so intense. And I feel like sometimes what I experience with clients is from an external standpoint, I could tell somebody that they've been through trauma where in their own head, especially depending if they're like what type of personality they they come from, but that they wouldn't even know to call it that or even know to seek something like this out. So what can you kind of walk our listeners through on here are maybe some like some checkmark things to go down, like who benefits from therapy like this if they're not able to say, I know I'm I'm harboring some of this trauma. So I'm hearing a couple different questions. So tell me if I'm if I'm off the wrong track, because one of the things I like to um, distinguish is trauma isn't an event that happened to you, which is why a lot of people will say, "Oh, I don't have trauma." Trauma is the way your nervous system was unable to deal with an overwhelming situation, and when we're very very young. We have very premature nervous system. It takes 17 years to develop this ventral vagal side. We only have dorsal vagal, parasympathetic dorsal and sympathetic. So a very young nervous system, it's easy to be overwhelmed. And it it experiences, if mom and dad are yelling in that other room and having a fight, it feels it. When it's in the womb and bad stuff is happening, it feels it. And, And mom's chemicals too. But this nervous system is easily overwhelmed. And when that happens, we don't know it, but the body goes into a state of fight or flight. And so if it happens really young, you didn't know you were traumatized. This is just the state that you've lived in, a hypervigilant 
state because that's all you've known. But that was because your nervous system was unable to deal with so much overwhelm or just something happening so long, it overwhelmed the nervous system because it was so consistent that the nervous system had to stay at the state for so long. It now overwhelmed it, just the sheer length of it all. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess, yes, A, you did answer one of my questions. And then it's like, how does somebody know to walk through your doors in the first place or to call in the first place? Because like you said, the trauma sometimes is unknown because it happened so long ago. And this is why I so appreciate people like yourself and the ways I love, I love to educate people because you don't know. And usually I would get people when they are so sick and the doctors haven't been able to help them. You know, fibromyalgia is just one of those other many conditions that happen because the body's just overwhelmed and, and run down. They've lost hope of anything else. Yeah. And the last resort. And they finally heard about us because the doctors aren't going to do it. They're going to give you a pill to change your symptoms. And medical health people work in their head. And, and changing your thoughts is life-changing, changing your beliefs, life-changing. But if you're living up here in trauma, your brain has been shut off. That's one of the other thing that happens with stress. The brain gets shut down because all you need to do is survive. And when you don't have your brain, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. The world doesn't make sense. And they're just working day to day and they've they've lost hope and they don't know where to go. And I often would get them. It's interesting. I have a 13-year-old that's interested in, in work and I have um, a number of 30-year-olds I'm working with. And, and let me tell you, it's life is so much better if you can get it before you've spent 50, 60 years living like this and now your health is shot, right? Yeah. Everything, yeah. everything has gone to heck. But that's yeah. usually where when they would walk through the door because their resources are gone. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Yep. I was I was thinking that you were going to say last resort, but I didn't want to put that as like. But it makes sense. I think that as a society, our eyes are starting to get opened, and I always picture it as pairing of therapies too. You know, like how we're saying the talk therapy, as well as everything has its place. And I love when it all works together as I have a client calls it the dream team. Like when we can pull all of our resources to, to provide this perfect picture, but I agree with you. I think that's, what's exciting about doing a podcast like this today is to provide that hope that something like this exists out there. And for the person who's going, I don't think that worked for me. You know what? (laughs) This is, uh, this is a resource that can like go experience it before you be. I just think that we all need to keep opening our minds to, 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 to new resources. Like initially, were you right on board or did it take time for you to really learn and understand this? Oh, I was right on board because I felt the difference immediately. I mean, it was just life changing. And, and then again, like when my nervous system started shifting down and down, and my brain came back on board and I always thought my brain was working fine, you know, yeah. but there yeah. was this clarity, there was this clarity and this sense of being, having a perspective because your ability to have more openness changes. And, and, and it was just, 
again, life-changing. When you're not living under threat, you see things differently and your brain can see it differently. So if we're working with a cognitive therapist, but I'm living my life in my trauma state, which means I'm in threat, which means I think the world is unsafe, that nobody loves me, and that I'm unsafe. That's a completely different perspective until I came back down here and I felt safe in my body. I felt whole and connected. My vitality and energy came back and I went, I'm safe. The world loves me. Then I see things completely different. I hear things completely different. I can now hear all the wonderful things, these the mental health stuff, and I can incorporate it now because I don't see you as a threat. I don't see the world as a threat. Everything changes. Yeah. Yep. That makes so much sense. Ah, I love this. I feel like you might've already said this, or we, I always ask my interviewed guests, if you could wrap your arms around our listeners and give them your one tidbit that maybe you'd give your children that you would hope and pray that they take away from this time together. What would that look like? Well, my motto for over a decade has been love thyself, but what I really want people to do and what I teach and learn and do in this therapy is fully embrace and love yourself with total love, total welcoming, non-judgment, self-forgiveness, give yourself as much love and unconditional love that you can. Because when that body knows that it's being fully supported in love, it falls into a different state of being so much easier than if we live with what the world teaches us, criticism, self-judgment, all this stuff. And so just start to love yourself as, mm-hmm. as best that you can and, and, and let the world love you too. Let Receive good, receive love, receive it when it feels good, let it come in and enjoy it. We were meant to be happy, bring it in and let it stay. Mm, thank you so much, Sharon. You're wonderful. <laughs> So are you. I've been having so much fun. Me too. I'm sad to go until next time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening today. Whether you are working with me personally or just letting these podcasts speak into your life, I truly appreciate you trusting me on your journey, and I will always have some free materials waiting for you on my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. I have habit trackers, meal planning worksheets, blank calendars where you can track your daily successes. Come check it out and always feel free to reach out if you need any referrals, if you are seeking your own accountability, or if you just want to say hello and provide your beautiful insight and feedback. I appreciate your valuable time and listening ears. This topic served any purpose for you, or you can picture that exact person who needed this. I'm always honored when you share the episode. We are making 2022 the year that we are going to pour motivation and inspiration onto others. I also always appreciate it when you leave a review on iTunes and rate the podcast. I send you off with all the praise and momentum you deserve for staying open-minded to new information, keeping that open mind to the idea that our journey will look different now, five years from now, slow and steady, y'all. It's not always instant gratification and not always that exciting but a much gentler and redeeming path that will serve you well throughout all the years and every season of life. Cheers to health and happiness.